When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Are we ready? I guess not. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. inspired him they're going to be doing it every at bat for that guy a huge hit right there a big cooking number on the board for the twins a changeup left out over the plate a flower box that's missing a few flowers and the twins score two more it is Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North on 1500 scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. I'm Rami Makloff along with Phil Mackie, Judd Zolgad. Plenty to get to today, including Jason Stark of The Athletic. He'll join us at 420. We take you right up until Minnesota United Soccer coming up right around 530 pregame right here on Score North. That highlight right there, courtesy of Fox Sports North, and it was uh, Eddie Rosario with uh, what was insurance at the time, but that bomba from Eddie Rosario, our guy, ended up being the difference in that game as the uh, Brewers rallied a little Good. bit after that. Uh, old Eddie and I had a little uh, little seven random questions I saw video that. yesterday. Yeah, I, I was, saw that. I was excited to dive in and get to know you really, Eddie Rosario. You the dug man. deep. Yeah. You dug deep. <laughs> For those who didn't see it, check it out at Score North at Phil Mackey. I'm sure we all retweeted it at Jay Zolgad at Robbie is tweeting. It's all over the place. Let's just say the man knows... Very few things in life. He he knows bombas. He knows bombas. He does know bombas. He does know bombas. <laughs> and we owe him a big thank you too, because I think he hit on it. Pun intended. Wow. Because for all that was an aggressive, because for, aggressive pun. Because right for all of the all of the work yeah, our breth- our brethren in this business have done to try and put a uh, a, a hashtag on the Twins' home run success, I think. Yes. I think Eddie on Friday night came up with the perfect. He how did. many how many tries do you think it took Eddie? Because I obviously swung and missed at least eight different times with wow. nicknames you guys for this are, team. You guys in the puns right now. <laughs> I really feel like Eddie knocked it out of the park with his hashtag. <laughs> Jonathan, you want to try? No, this is left for caller, and you guys are just encroaching on his territory That's true. right now. That's sure true. We've taken over his copyright infringement policy. But like, I hate it when when slogans come about and they're not organic. You know? Yeah. Like, and that's that was the problem for the first few weeks of of trying to come up with what do we call this team or what do we call this this thing that we're watching on a daily basis and. 
Like, unless someone from the actual lineup or the team has something, right? Like, that's why some of these other ones, I'm not even going to... Like, if you're just making one up out of thin air, then I... But I'm glad Eddie Rosario came up with the bone bus. Then we can that's have fantastic. fun with the bone bus. I yes. told Derek Falvey about cut the brakes today. He seemed to like it. He said he couldn't cut the brakes. He doesn't get to sit back well, and, and tell enjoy this Phil, And tell Phil what you're going to do with said soundbite. This is my favorite part. We're going to totally edit it and take it completely out of context. Because he said cutting the brakes, like in the middle of a sentence. I said, take the ING off of that. <laughs> take off the beginning and end of that sentence. I just want Derek Falvey saying, cut the brakes. Cut the brakes. <laughs> and I don't care how poorly edited it sounds. I just want Derek Falvey saying, cut the brakes. I don't care how we make that happen. Yeah. Uh, did, uh, did he approve of, of Bombus or Bombus? Bomba soda? Or I, any, don't, I don't, don't know. I don't think no, we okay. asked him. Let's no. get him back on the phone. You want to call him back? Get him back on the phone. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure he's got I'll a ton right, of time. Right now. Uh, we did, have. Did ahead, you see ahead. Jose Barrios' tweet from the plane last night? Uh-huh. The, so the, it's the, the Bomba squad. Yeah, it's ha- so it's half Eddie Rosario and half. Because I was the first one to say bomb squad. So he's he called him the Bomba squad, which yeah. I, I really like. I really, really like that. Oh, because by the I way, can take credit for it. Judd's conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't just Judd's, but it was. But Judd was the first one to tell us about it. Of that weird video from a few games ago of like the FSN yes. had a shot of the dugout. Oh, and Sano and Kepler like shoulder checked each other. Yeah. And and Kepler kind of turned around and said something, and Sano gave him a mo- It looked like, whoa, there's weird tension. Go look at that photo I from did. last night. And those two guys are like hugging in the photo. Yeah. It's like Kepler's oh, got really? his arm around Sano on well, the good. team plane. So that there's looks clearly like not something. any actual right. friction there. Good. I don't think so. So was that like horseplay? Was that just. I don't. I don't know what that was. I think like, it were might. They, were they pretending to be mad at each I, other? I think it might have been something at that second. But in, best thing about pro sports and sports in general, this type of stuff happens and it's forgotten. They're Bomba brothers. It's just forgotten. In fact, yeah, they're brothers. They fight. They're Bomba brothers. It's got to be something brothers. about being on a road trip for that long with the same guys, traveling different cities. Yeah, you shoulder check each other, and the oh, I definitely, I'd shoulder check one of you. Over the course of a long road trip, one of you is getting shoulder Which checked one? and yelled at. I don't know. I don't know. Probably Phil's smaller, so probably Phil. I'm easier to. <laughs> I'm easier to knock over. Simpler to so, shoulder check than me. I had a, I had a, a, a small man Judd. moment at the gas station today when I said, "Do you guys have any chapstick?" Which I'm addicted to, and she goes, "Yeah, right above you, sir." <laughs> Look sorry. up. Sorry, I'm not tall enough to see the chapstick. Uh, Judd probably knows how to hockey fight. I don't know that to be a fact. I learned how to hockey I, fight I imagine, I imagine that Judd knows how to hockey fight. So I'd probably, if I was going to start something with one of them, Jonathan, it'd probably be fact. It'd probably be Mackie. Uh, so speaking of bombas, yeah, you guys ever wonder what it sounds like? A hundred six bombas in rapid succession. That's how many bombas the Twins have hit this season, right? 106 yep. now after last night? Correct. Good Lord. 106 bombas, three more home runs than the 2011 team hit in the entire year. <laughs> Think about that, that for a second. comical. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Jonathan Harrison has put together a bombtage. Oh. oh. A bombtage of all 106 home runs. Now, this isn't like producer and radio finding crack of the bat sound effect. He went through the MLB.com video archives and literally pulled each individual crack of the bat on each of the Twins' 106 bombas so, so far this season. So this is just the cracks of the bat? This yes. Is, okay. In order, too? This is raw audio. Uh, mostly in order. Okay. All the games Judd's are in like, order. Uh, in order or it doesn't okay, count? Okay, then, then, yeah, then forget about it. If it's okay. Babe Ruth, I don't want it. All right, I'll, I'll teach you how to use Adobe Audition, and you can do it yourself. Uh, <laughs> a little busy Let's hear this. 106. This is legitimately 106 bombas <laughs> that the Twins have hit so far this season. All right.
Mm-hmm. That's baseball porn. Mm. I'm bruised. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does make you twitch. Yeah, Dick. Stepping on the bombas. <laughs> oh, I love this. I could go to sleep to this. Barrel, barrel, end of bat. This is an aphrodisiac. This is awesome. You can tell which ones are Sonos, by the way. Yep. <laughs> you can hear barrel, end, and jammed. Oh, and that oh. was the Eddie one. And, the, jam, and oh. the jam ones hurt a little oh. bit. That was 106 bombas in rapid succession. I need courtesy a of Jonathan Harris. That's good, Jonathan. I need a cigarette Fine after work. that. Well done, sir. That was violent and satisfying. <laughs> I think what you guys said last week is absolutely correct, though. You could you could play that at night oh, and man. fall asleep. I really could. now now the wife wouldn't like it. If I said, honey, we're not going to put the fan on tonight for white noise. Instead, it's going to be the Bombas. Why do you think I had to put on the headphones last night while I was finishing up the editing job on it? Oh, she didn't want to hear it? No, she was sick of hearing it. Well, honey, uh, some uh, some soft classical jazz or Bombas? <laughs> what do you want to hear tonight? Can we try that again? I'm trying to find some music we can put behind that. Can we? You play the Bombas again. What would be fitting music for that? I think I have it. I think Judd and I had Ready? this like four years ago. Okay. Go ahead. Wild song. It almost fits. Like it's almost it's on, rhythm. It's almost on rhythm. <laughs> so I like it. This is like Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, and The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> we didn't know. We just stumbled onto this. Hey, Bramer, shut up again. Amazing! Did you guys really not plan this or talk about this beforehand? No, I, think, this I, think, I think now, Jonathan. Now you have to like yeah. you have to like sync this to now. the rhythm. Yeah. Now you're not going to have to do a lot of work. No, it's almost perfect. It's, very, it's really close. Oh yes! Hit oh, me again. God. That's wow. good. It's amazing. We're going to update the bombtage throughout the year too. Maybe not every day because it's a lot of work for Jonathan. But like weekly bombtages. Wouldn't it be easier you for played him? Played the wrong music for it. Which oh, he did? Oh, really? Let's try this again. What's the okay, right hold on. Ready? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bombas after dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give me some of that pine tar. Wait. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. I, I also need to know off last night. So, I and, and Jeb was the first one to uncover this in his discussion with Byron Buxton a couple weeks ago. I thought we fixed this thing where he like no. runs crashing into fences. Weren't they positioning him deeper just yes. to avoid what happened last night? Yeah, here's the problem. And I, I we actually discussed this on the uh, twin show today with Derek Falvey, the CBO of the twins. And I said, the problem last night was not the positioning and it was not going into the fence at full speed. He got hurt because he hasn't been told not to climb the chain link part of the target field fence. <laughs> and he gets hurt falling off the fence, hitting his knee on the warning track and bruised his knee. So that wasn't a collision problem. That was a scaling. He thinks he's Spider-Man too. But I think it was. I think it was the collision as well because of the the 
It was, it's like in a UFC fight, like the the fence, the cage will throw you back. You know what I mean? So sure, but he had more momentum, more velocity going into the ground but, than he would if he was just bouncing off a padded wall. Right, but the high speed, the high speed problem was was not the problem. The thing was grabbing the fence, going up on the fence. It, it was all about the leverage he used to get up there, and then he falls off. So now you really have to go to him, and and I said this, you have to say. This is a this is a non fence climbing month, Byron. <laughs> October fence climbing. If you got it, listen. If it's October fifteenth, baby, you go up and get that baseball. God bless you. If you get hurt, you get hurt by it's, any means necessary. But, fence fence climbing season. Yeah, right. S Z N. But May is not right. No, you don't need to be doing that in the second inning. Not when you're up ten games in the division. Right. That's what Derek said as well. The Max Kepler one on the road in Los Angeles was worse because that was dumb. That was a game that you're up sixteen to two in too. So I don't know. Just like he doesn't need to be getting knocked out of games in the first inning of like it's this really what what this comes down to now is everything they do like you have to keep your foot on the gas. You obviously like you you'd want to be playing this way in August and September. But you also have to have a mind for what this thing looks like and keeping guys healthy. And I'm okay with them pulling Taylor Rogers out of a game yeah. if, it, if it means making the right decision. I'm okay with them pulling a starting pitcher out of the game with 95 pitches. If, if everything is headed toward what does this thing look like in late September and in early October, I'm fine with those. So I'm, I was okay with them being precautionary with Buxton last night, just pulling him out of the game, even if they thought it wasn't that big of a deal. That's what I was just going to say is, yeah, you want the foot on the gas and, and the brakes cut as well. But at the same time, you you have enough of a cushion already, which sounds crazy on May 29th. You have enough of a cushion that you can play it safe when Byron Buxton doesn't want to come out of the game last night and showed him he could run after he bounced off the wall. I was at the game last night. They tested him. He ran back and forth, looked fine, and he probably could have stayed in that game and maybe would have stayed in that game if you if you needed a win, if you were still in a tight division race. But I'm okay with them playing it safe and lifting the foot up off the gas a little bit for situations like that. Or, say, Barrios's elbow comes up a little bit tired and a situation where you would go ahead and throw him anyways if, if you really needed a win. But, okay, give him, give him one, one rotation off. And then bring him back because you can. Like at that, we're already at the point where you can make those considerations and pull back a little bit and play it a little cautious. You don't want to take your foot off the gas in terms of the sense of urgency that this team feels yeah. to go out and hit Bombas day in and day out and pummel their opponents into submission. That that you can't let the gas up on. But if you need to play it safe with some guys, go ahead and play it safe with some guys. You can. The other thing I love about this team, and sometimes it's you're trying to figure out. You know, cart before horse, chicken egg, right? Mm-hmm. Name me a World Series winning team in the last 15 years, the last 20 years, that didn't have an over-the-top flair-type personality to it, the the lineup especially, right? I mean, like, guys who – teams are now formulating their own season-by-season season gestures when they hit a double on second base, and they like the Twins used to be the piranhas thing that they would do. Uh, or the Smellum. It was the Smellum with the Smellum twins, right? Yeah. In the early two thousands. And I love that when Eddie Rosario hits a bomba and breaks the game open, I love that he flips his bat and turns toward the dugout. I love that this team isn't afraid to rub it into the opponents when they hit a big home run in the eighth inning. I, I think love, that's awesome. I just love watching Eddie Rosario play baseball. Yeah. Like and he loves playing baseball too, which you can definitely tell. I was in Target Field last night, down on the concourse, on the right field line. And that ball came screaming basically 
right past me, and the place is just shaking with chants of Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. And then he comes up with that thing. I mean, the, the target field nearly came down in the reaction to that home run. It felt it felt like a moment, and I don't yeah. know if it was. I mean, it's just one home run in 106 that we just played, and it's it's a game on May 28th, but that felt like a moment to me when I was being there. The, the key to me, and uh, Chip Scoggins wrote about this in his column a couple of days ago at the Star Tribune, this team has a ton of fun, but if you look at this team as well, they are so relaxed. And Baldelli, where where it's hard to quantify who deserves credit for exactly what at times, but what I will give Baldelli credit for is is he fosters the feeling of you're an adult, you're having fun. Unless you really screw up, I'm not getting involved. You know, you don't have guys, man, that you find out this guy was slightly late to the clubhouse and now he's we being don't, We don't do that around here. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, at one point in time in, in the early 2000s and for probably a long time in baseball, that old Twins way actually did work. It really worked. And that Twins way was we do things a certain way. But in 2019, I think success in sports also is born out of we do things in a way that makes sense and keeps people relaxed and this Twins team is incredibly laid back in a good way. Not a defeatist way, yeah. but a way where you watch this team in the clubhouse operate and there's nobody, there's no feeling of, oh my God, if we don't do this, we're in trouble. Or if you don't do this, that is entirely gone. And as much as I liked Paul, Paul was still an old school baseball guy. And I don't know that he would have had that complete ability to let go. And I think at the age of, what, 37, Rocco Baldelli is really good at knowing when to let go of things. Yeah, there's been a lot of Twins teams, especially the last 10 years, where you didn't really know what the identity was. Even the 2010 Twins, they had some power, but they kind of lost their speed and piranha identity. They lost Johan Santana. They were a really, really good team. But but you didn't. it was hard to define that team in like a word. I love that this team, you, def- you literally define this team by Bomba. And Bomba as sort of a, f- a flair way of saying home run, too, right? They hit home runs with flair. And Bomba is a great one-word encapsulation of what we're watching in the first couple months. I love it. It's been so, so much this fun. This season has been so much fun. Yeah. Rami with his Bomba Soda t-shirt on right now, which you can find, by the way. We just, we just released are these. Are we streaming on anything? We are not right oh, now. I just we turned can, to we'll, the we'll, camera. We'll take a, we'll, we'll you can be the model. You. We'll take a picture of you. Oh, yeah. God, a picture? Can we get you in like 14 oh, different colors way, of that shirt with the same By the smile? way, d- during our recording of the podcast at Fulton, which was fantastic. Scoring a twin show if you want to listen to yesterday, that. Exclusive podcast. Why, when Ross took a picture, do you look like you're about to be sentenced to death, Rami? Like... I take bad pictures and I'm talking, so I'm just sort of like talking. I think to Phil <laughs> no or Derek, idea. and Rami's looking straight at the camera, and it looks like they just came down with the <laughs> verdict, and the verdict is death by lethal injection. The look on your face when the team builds a non-roof stadium—that's Rami. Matt I'm Bob. looking right into the camera, like dead right into the camera. Like st- that's the creepiest part to me is that you just like knew that a cam- that a picture is being taken. And you're like, I'm going to stare directly yeah. into this. Camera. I don't know. It was like a creepier stare version of that Raptors photo where Kawhi Leonard hits the game-winning shot and everyone's fixated on the ball going in the basket. And there's that one guy like three rows up who's staring right at the camera with a weird smile. 
But it was you. He has no weird smile. He looks like he's been sentenced to death. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I don't know. I don't know what was going. I don't know what. I have no idea. I should not be photographed. That's what it is. I shouldn't be photographed. I'm not. I'm not a person who should be ever photographed. Oh, man, people chiming in on uh, on Twitter. <laughs> on you my can, stupid face. You can tweet at us. <laughs> one guy said, "It looks like you're trying to pinch one." Yeah, you know, actually, I could yeah. get, I can get with that. I said no. I just have resting fart face. <laughs> oh man, Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all new Score North and the Score North mobile app, which if you download, will send you alerts and probably a few times this weekend. Twins magic number updates. We've been doing that on ninety nine. The They're at ninety nine now. It was almost ninety eight, but the Indians scored five runs in the ninth inning last night. We'll come back with Jason Stark from the Athletic. And uh, talk about Devin Smeltzer's amazing outing last night in his Major League debut. Let's talk to business owners here for just a brief moment. And uh, anyone who might be in line to take over a business. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is here for all of you business owners. And and I've been one myself in my life. And I know the ups and downs that go into it. And sometimes uh, it can be a little bit of a lonely feeling if you feel like you don't have all the resources necessary to help you through the solving of problems and the daily grind and taking care of employees and everything that goes in to owning a business and running a business. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate those challenges. So when you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You get more than just a name. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. You want a company like Federated standing behind your business. You can find out more and find your local rep at federatedinsurance.com. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. Chase Utley, Citizens Ballpark, Chase being Chase, um, was signing autographs for a, uh, a kid who's dealt with cancer his entire life, two bouts of it. This kid hasn't seen Chase uh, since that day. This kid is uh, Devin Smeltzer who's a pitcher in our organization right now. And this is Devin. Come here, Devin. But he has a good feel for what he does out there. And there he goes. First good for him. A changeup striking out Kane on four pitches, one away. Such a cool story. Devin Smeltzer, six scoreless last night, making good hitters look like fools at the plate. Uh, battling childhood cancer throughout his, uh, I mean, throughout his teens as well. And uh, that was a fun story last night that made Jack Morris actually broke down in the booth a couple times during the broadcast on Fox Sports North. Um, I just thought that was, I thought the whole moment was amazing. Was amazing. The His his family was being interviewed. The post game was, was great too because he, he came out of the clubhouse after the game and there were about 23 family and friends there and they were, there were a lot of people crying and it was really cool to watch. It was really touching. Yeah. So let's uh, we're gonna we're not gonna go quite as long with Jason Stark today from the Athletic and MLB Network because you're dodging tornadoes right now. We want you to be safe. If you have to hang up on us, just hang up on us, Jason. All right. If if I hang up, it's nothing personal. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're, uh, tornadoes are, uh, are are no joke this week in the United States. No. So, um, so we we just played some audio from a Dodgers.com documentary, and now Devin Smeltzer is with the Twins and made his major league debut last night. Six scoreless innings, but had you heard much about Devin Smeltzer's story in the last couple of years? Because it, it's very new to us. 
you know, I really had not. Like, it's it's coming back to me now because, uh, you know, I live in the Philadelphia area, and that's where he grew up. It's where he met Chase Utley. But I, I really, I hadn't ever seen him pitch. I was barely even aware of him. But I've, I have watched and read a lot about it today. One of the best stories of the year, of the year when you consider the backstory, right? Yeah, it was amazing. And not only the, the overcoming cancer, but when they got him from the Dodgers, Jason, he was a relief pitcher. And a lot of people thought maybe a guy who can help a team out in middle relief. And the Twins obviously saw something in him and said, we're going to make you a starter and put him in an offseason workout program and throwing program. And here he is on, on a major league mound on May 28th, shutting down the Brewers of all teams, which is a very, very good offense. Very good. Uh, you know, he, he's funky. You can see why <laughs> a guy who's that funky and that left-handed would wind up in a bullpen, you know, in, in L.A. But when I saw that game, he threw a lot of strikes. He got a lot of swings and misses. He went through the lineup multiple times. Um, I, I would want to say it again. I absolutely would. You know, the other thing I, I, I just wanted to, to get to was, you know, watching that video of him with Chase Utley last spring, watching, the, you know, seeing the photos from when he was a kid, it's such uh, a powerful reminder to players that when you take the time to touch someone's life like that, it's a couple minutes out of your day, but it's a lifelong memory. It's it's one of those inspiring events, sometimes even a life-changing event in the life of a kid. Uh, and uh, just to think about the, how amazing it is that they met in Philadelphia, then they both wound up in that Dodgers clubhouse last spring, and then the road led them to that mound in Minnesota last night. Yep. Who writes these scripts, right? Exactly. And in, in fact, he had uh, cancer, was diagnosed with a tumor at the age of nine, and actually elected to, and his family signed off on not, not having a feeding tube put in so he could continue while getting chemo to play baseball. I mean, the, the story itself wow. is absolutely, Jason, off the charts incredible. It is, and, you know, I, I, people who don't follow sports think it's just this little hobby for people like us and people like him, you know, this little sidelight, this thing we do to kill time. But it's such a, it can be such a powerful force in people's lives. Um, that's how much baseball meant to him, that he wanted to keep playing baseball through cancer treatments. That's amazing to me. Yeah. Uh, I saw that uh, on, on the Ringers website, there's an article today or from the last couple of days about whether Joey Gallo is ruining baseball. And I, so I want to lump in what, what the Twins are doing with home runs and, and what MVP candidate Joey Gallo is doing. Joey Gallo, by the way, the, I think the first player in Major League history to reach 100 home runs before he reached 100 singles in his career. Yeah, actually, I was computing today that the last guy to get to 100 singles with no homers. Former twin, by the way. Want to guess? A hundred singles with no homers. Jason, Are we in Jason, trivia already, Jason Tyner. Jason Tyner. <laughs> no, no, Ben Revere. Ben Revere. Is the okay. <laughs> it's always Ben Revere. He's the answer to every one of those questions, Stark. <laughs> yeah, he is. But do you, well, we do you learn to hit a few balls? Over the do you find this to be a, a, a fun season of offense, or to just be an over-the-top, uh, cartoonish season of offense? You know, I like baseball in all its forms, so I'm not a I'm not a baseball basher. But uh, you know, if if the home run rate had not exploded, teams would score. You know, I think we're we're heading towards something like 
43, 44, 45% of all runs now score on home runs. That's not a good trend. And if you look at the, I mean, just look at some of the other numbers. You know, we're, look, we're looking at the, the fewest singles ever. There's, there's nobody on first base. We're going to set a record for fewest double plays, fewest assists. It's incredible how the game is trending because of all the emphasis on hitting the ball in the air. And the wild thing is, I'm sure I've used this on you guys before, but the the rate of fly balls, even with all the emphasis on launch angle, has only gone up 5% in five years. Wow. The rate of home runs per fly ball, so the percentage of fly balls that turned into home runs, that's up 55% in five years. And you know why wouldn't Joe, the world want to collect Joey Gallo type players? <laughs> That's how the game is played now. So how how much of this discussion too? And, and certainly there are elements of this game that can be tweaked and improved. But Jason, that being said, how much of this now comes to us examining this and and applying acceptance as well? Because you know, I mean, this isn't the game that we grew up with necessarily. There have been major changes and uh, shifts in philosophy. But how much do we as baseball fans also need to take a step back and and have an acceptance? Because in other sports, as they evolve, there is an acceptance. Baseball seems to be the one sport where we put up the roadblock and say, "But this isn't the game that we knew." I'm, you know. Nobody watches an NFL game and complains that that's not the game that Reg Grange played. <laughs> this is strictly a baseball phenomenon. And so we, we do have to accept that it's a home run centric sport offensively. Just the way the NBA is now all about three point shots, right? It just, just the, the world evolves, the game evolves. What we're losing, though, is action. You know, just not enough guys run around the bases. Um, there's, there's not enough great defensive plays because there's so much swinging and missing. And it would be great if you could get more of that and keep the home runs. Then you'd really have a fun sport. But I don't know how you get there because this is a combination of changes in the baseball that MLB knows have happened. And... Shifting, massive shifting is creating this emphasis on hitting the ball in the air because ground balls are outs. Mm. And nobody knows how to counteract all this stuff. There are a lot of theories, but we don't know what the results are of trying to address those theories. Jason Stark from The Athletic and MLB uh, Network and also the Starkville Podcast, which you can now find on The Athletic app. And we're just going to fast forward right to trivia so that you can take cover here uh, with with tornadoes nearby. So what do you got for us trivia-wise, Jason Stark? Yeah, you should know that on the Starkville podcast, we did talk a lot of twins this week, so you might want to check that out. Yeah, for sure. Out there on the athletic website and the athletic app. Here's the trivia. Uh, Last week I asked a 200 homer question that I believe was inspired by Mike Trout's 200th, right? And now I've got one inspired by Nolan Arenado's 200th. He just hit that. To go with his 200 homers, no one has won six gold gloves. So I want you to name the three players who hit 200 homers for the Twins and also won at least four gold gloves. Ooh. You can do this. Well, Torrey Hunter, probably? Final answer? I would yeah. Think, I would, yeah. Torrey Hunter's okay. okay. right. in there. All right. Yeah, that's, uh, you said yeah, there yeah. were how many, Jason? I'm sorry? Three of them. 
Three of them. Tori is one of the three. He won seven gold gloves as a twin. So. All right. Yeah. Okay. 200 homers, four gold gloves. Uh, Kirby? Did Kirby? No, he didn't. Did Kirby? Yeah, might have. Or did he not hit 200? I don't think he got the 200 did he get home the, Because runs. we did this last week. I think week. we went through yeah, this last okay. week. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, well, Joe Maurer didn't hit 200 home runs either. No. Bunch of gold gloves. Mm-mm. Boy, this is Rod. Did Rod Carew win a bunch of gold gloves? Uh, he might have won gold gloves, but he didn't. I don't know that. He, who was did he? Get to two hundred? No, he probably didn't. Who was the old time player? I mean, who, Bob Allison. Bob he Allison left field did, gold gloves. Did he win a gold glove? That I don't know. Boy, because we know he has two hundred home runs. He was the answer to the question last week yeah, about he, a Twins player who hit two hundred home runs. I don't know correct? if he won four gold gloves in left field. That's I have no idea. I don't know. Did Harmon well, kill? Both these guys played in a World Series for the Twins. Okay. Okay. So sixty-five. Can Herbeck win some gold gloves? He won some gold gloves, didn't he? Let's, let's put no, no, no. He no. got cheated a lot because of Mattingly. Okay. Mattingly kept winning gold gloves. He didn't win any. Might have won. Might have won. We're in one or two. We're struggling. I say, we put, uh, I say we put Ken Herbeck on the list. Okay, Ken Herbeck. No. Oh, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. And the other one I was going to say. Did, right through this. Kirby won six gold gloves and Kirby? hit 207 homers, and he oh, was one of the answers last week. Oh, oh well, weren't you guys oh, listening? I was oh, off. Oh. I was in Vegas. <laughs> he was just a gimme. He was a gimme. I was listening. I'm done. Did, uh, was, is Gary Gaetti the other one? Yeah, he is. Right. But he, that, that was tough because 201 homers and four gold gloves. So he barely was it really 201? So we had it pretty much. Fuck it. I thought you guys. Oh, man. <laughs> Stark, I'm out of here. See you later. I'm done with these guys. That's embarrassing. I got hell. I got balls of hell. Like, go take shelter. My window right now. Go take yeah, shelter. Yeah. Go, yeah. Well, Th- thanks you, for coming go, on. You go take shelter. We'll talk next week. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, right, man. Bye, Jason thanks, Stark. Jason. He literally he texted before that segment, and he said, "Hey, we have a tornado warning right now. Is it okay if we keep the segment a little shorter?" <laughs> like, dude, I said, dude. You want to just take cover? No, like we don't need you know, to do the love segment. You, but we right. have to do this. He, goes, he loves Bombas. He <laughs> loves like, the Bombas. Like, no, we can do it now. We can do it. <laughs> That's dedication right he there. He loves it. <laughs> Commitment to so, Maggie and Judd with Robbie. So I got a stat for you, you guys that is indicative of why this Twins team is so much fun. Oh, do you now? Yes, because Stark brought this up, and he's a 1,000% right. The strikeout is boring. The strikeout stinks, right? Like, if you just watch teams strike out, it's like, well, this isn't fun, and then they hit home runs, but it's this it's this game of all or nothing. But what makes the 2019 Twins so unique and so much fun is this. They do run the bases. They have struck out 410 times. That's 28th in baseball. The Astros and Angels are the only teams with fewer strikeouts than, than the Twins, who, as we've mentioned before, have 106 home runs, which leads baseball. Yeah. So they they're they are running counter to what Jason's talking about. Yeah. They're hitting home runs, not striking out. That's the holy grail of and running the bases. Well. Like the the holy grail of offense from the day baseball was invented is if you can avoid strikeouts, then at least you're making the defense have to. If you can put a ball in play as often as right. possible, or more often than your opponent, you're at least putting more pressure on your opponent to create outs. Right. So step one is, it's in baseball. Outs are the clock. The yep. the, the outs count down from twenty seven. Right. If you can prolong that process by not striking out or by putting balls in play, right? And then when you put balls in play, if they can go over the fence and it's a guaranteed run, like it's the holy grail of offense is what they're putting together. High contact rate, high slugging percentage. Yeah. Like if you want to break it down to its simplest form, they make contact almost all the time, and they're putting the ball over the fence. Yes, and it's. Super fun to watch. Really, really fun to watch. But think about that. 
They they are basically so so if the starting point of the conversation if you take over a team and the starting point is how do we get to where the twins got to? I think the start of the secret sauce is exactly that, right? They're getting on base, they're hitting home runs, they're not striking out. Yeah. By the way, when, when people say sports aren't played on a, in a spreadsheet, it's like, well, no, like sports are played on a field, and yes, you have to have hit nasty pitches and things like that. But as you're constructing a team in baseball, you start with, okay, what are the winning blueprints? What's the winning framework? Home runs, part of a winning framework. Avoiding automatic outs, strikeouts, part of a winning framework. Mm-hmm. With pitchers, okay. Getting swings and misses, part of a winning framework. How do you get swings and misses? Well, let's go break down each individual pitcher and their repertoires. I mean, Stop it, it, being it's a scientific. nerd about it, Mackie. It's scientific. Stop being a nerd, all right? I had someone with just the twins. Just cutting the brakes, not the, being a nerd. These guys just go out there and swing bats and hit balls. Man, we don't have to overthink this. Somebody who works for the twins <laughs> yesterday. Pulls Derek and I aside, Derek Wetmore and I, little nerdy baseball guys, and says, you know what, you guys got to stop calling yourselves nerds on the Scorna Twin Show. You're not nerds anymore. This is what baseball is. It's stuff like this. Set so we can, come, we can said, come out of the woodwork. And Rami said, no, Set you guys nerd. are nerds. A nerd you guys told are you baseball that. geeks. Some nerd. Probably Rami. had a pocket protector and horn-rimmed glasses. Right. Nerd. Okay. Horn-rimmed glasses are nice. Yeah, I do not have I a like pocket have protector. A pair, okay. <laughs> And you don't have glasses, don't make but fun besides of that, glasses. you're definitely don't make fun a, of a nerd. Has the phone has the the phone holster replaced the pocket protector for nerds? Is that the twenty? I like told if, Derek, man, if you're going to do the phone holster, at least make it a spinner, like you know, yeah. have it be like chrome and have spin. It, like make it a belt buckle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like <laughs> if, if, <laughs> chrome. So like he's going to be roll. He's rolling he's out of If you were going to reboot Revenge oh. of the Nerds in 2019, would the phone holster replace the pocket protector? Yeah. Okay. And a phone holster might be the worst thing of all time by the way. Uh, Judd and I have messages for all of you. Let's talk about TCL for just a brief moment here. TCL is America's fastest growing TV brand. We've got TCL TVs all throughout the Scornorth studios and uh, we love to watch Bombas on these TVs. We've watched all kinds of day game Bombas while doing the show in the studio. I think we, we caught most of the eight Bombas in that game against LA the other week in bright, shiny 4K picture quality. We've got that built-in Roku device in here on two different TCL TVs, which gives us access to the most streaming entertainment and sports content on the market. We're talking 5,000-plus streaming channels and 500,000 TV episodes. You name it, it is probably streaming through the built-in Roku device. And the best part is you get this easy-to-control uh, back-and-forth settings page. If you got your cable or satellite channels on one of uh, menu, you just literally hit the over button and boom, there's all your streaming channels. TCLUSA.com and any major local retailer in the Twin Cities, Judd Zolgad. Uh, but first, I, I want to talk to you before we go anywhere, and I want you to listen closely because I have a message for my friends at Serta Pro Painters. And okay, Phil just said, you're going to get a television, right? You're going to hang a television on the wall in your house and it's going to be great. But there's a problem. Before you hang that TV, you want to get that wall painted. You want to get that wall looking fantastic. And this is where the folks at Serta Pro Painters come in. I'm thrilled by the job they recently did at my house. They made my guest room and the bath. They made them look like new. Two words come to mind when speaking about Serta Pro Painters. Professional and thorough. Now it's your turn to contact those folks at Serta Pro Painters and feel the same satisfaction that I did. They made my house look fantastic. They will make yours look great as well. It helps that each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated right here in 
in your community. I urge you to schedule your free estimate online at certapro.com or by calling 800 go certa That's right, free estimate online, certapro.com. Find out for yourself the type of quality you get from CertaPro painters. Again, free estimate online, certapro.com or by calling 800 go certa That is certa with a C. So before you hang that TV, I want you to get that wall painted and looking fantastic. Thanks to the, the folks at CertaPro Painters because, as they say, we do painting. That means you can do life. And real quick here, because we're feeling generous, we're in a giveaway mood right now on the Mackie and Jeb with Rami show. We have a pair of tickets to the 11th annual St. Paul Summer Beer Fest coming up on Saturday, June 8th from 1 o'clock until 5 o'clock all afternoon at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds to caller number 5 right now, 651-646-8255, 651-646-8255, pair of tickets to the 11th annual St. Paul Summer Beer Fest. Again, that's Saturday, June 8th. 1 to 5 p.m. at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. A quick deviation from our, our Bomba Soda discussions here. And by the way, at the, at the top of the next hour, we have some juicy twin speculation. I don't even know if it's reckless at this point based on who is reporting the twins. The breaks are, once the breaks are cut, once the breaks are cut, it's just on. We've got something for it's you. It's all guys. reckless. I mean, it's a reckless season at this point. The breaks have been cut. This thing is flying down the road. You're in the back seat. Not yet. Drinking. Not yet. And you're supposed to be driving. Not yet. I said at some point this season, I may just put a brick on the gas pedal, get in the back of this party bus, and enjoy it with the rest of you guys. I got to drive right now, though. But Vikings... (laughs) I got to drive right now. (laughs) Once I know it's clear, open road, and there aren't like any turns or bumps, I can just put the brick on the gas pedal. The views expressed by Rami Makhlov do not reflect those of Hubbard Broadcasting. Hopefully this thing has airbags. Whatever, whatever, whatever vehicle you've cut the brakes on. Hopefully it has airbags. It's the Bombas bus. Oh, the, bomb, the Bombas bus. The Bombas I love bus. That. It's got a wow. big picture of Rosario oh, and wow. Bomba. Wow, I love is it. That, is this like the uh, let's the, buy a bus. The Scooby Doo van? You know what we should do? Let's buy a bus and then charter yeah. it to Twins games. I love this idea. I'm actually. In fact, let's open right a bar. Now. Let's blow out the cafeteria. I, I I love the cafeteria guys, so they they keep their jobs for sure. But let's blow out the cafeteria. Create the Bombas bar, and then charter that sucker to Twins games on the Bombas bus. You know what? The Bomba bus. Forget the whole radio broadcasting, podcasting. Let's just go all in on our Twins marketing ideas and forget everything else. Forget Shirts, buses, bars. Let's just go all in, guys, because this can't end ever, right? I mean, we could do, it could just be a road show. We could still do the show from the Bomba bus, From the bus, yes. Like the Madden Cruiser. Dude, I... I'm actually going to run this by the suits above. You should. We're going to we're going to make this happen. You should. We still have remember that talk the box? And they, this bus can't have brakes though. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> All right, stop. That's... Remember that the, 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 yeah. the talk yeah, the talk yeah. box we used to have like we could, we, could, we could turn that into the back, that could be the that could be the Bomba box. The Bomba box. Um, mm. that thing outside Target Field. That thing is in storage. We just have to get the 1500 ESPN paint. Actually, how about this? Cut, cut a deal with your friends from Fulton and allow the Bomba Box to be outside Fulton. Yes. I'm writing that down, too. Bomba Box. This is great. I'm going to frame Rami, this book. Just Rami, brain, all we do ideas. Just a marketing brainstorming idea here Genius. on the air. Yep. I love it. The twins are like, that's a great idea. Uh, the Vikings had a great idea. Yeah. We'll spend a couple minutes on this, and then we'll get back to some. We have some juicy twin speculation. But the Vikings put out a release. They have hired Nate Kading, former 
Chargers kicker, a couple other teams Iowa at the kick. end of his career. Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. I only remember his Chargers career. He, mm-hmm. He's going to be a part-time kicking coach with the Minnesota Vikings. Here's the release. Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer mentioned at the 2019 scouting combine he wanted to hire a kicking coach to help one of the most specialized positions in the sport. Roughly three months later, right now, Nate Kading stood on the practice fields of Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center Wednesday and worked with current Vikings kicker Dan Bailey. Mike Zimmer said, quote, we talked to him, brought him in for a couple days. I asked him what he thinks is important with kickers. Making kicks would probably be high on the list. I asked him what he thinks is important with kickers. I feel like it's important that these specialists have someone who's been there and done that and can kind of watch the uh, the minutia and the little things that go on with the kicking game, whether it be the hold or the placement, et cetera, et cetera. Translation, I don't really want to deal with this. Exactly. And uh, I just need someone to go over there and make sure that these guys are practicing. Right. Checking kicking. their technique. Yeah. yeah. Just like technique. Snapping, holding, all that stuff. I'm going to go work on the defense. I really don't know why. And Judd said this when Zimmer brought up the idea of bringing in a, a kicking coach or kicking specialist earlier in the offseason. And I'm not even saying it occurred to me, but I don't know why this hasn't occurred to somebody before. That kicking kicking is a very, I don't know if I would call it an art. It's a very precise practice. Like it's essentially they use their leg as a golf club. And yes. you know that just changing the smallest thing in a golf swing can completely throw you off your game. Why it took until 2019, and it's not like the Vikings are way behind the curve. This is something that teams are just starting to do, and for the life of me, I can't figure out why this didn't occur to somebody before. Much like you would have a swing coach in golf, you would have a kicking coach in football to make sure that you stayed consistent and your motion was repetitive. Because you had special teams, coaches, and coordinators, and I'll take care of that. It's football, right? Guys who have never kicked on any level whatsoever for the most part. To me, kicking in football is no different than having a goaltending coach in hockey. It's the same exact thing. And kickers are weird little dudes. Kickers aren't really football players. So, yeah, this makes... But 2019 Vikings slogan now should be this. No excuses. Zimmer don't does not have to concern himself with offense, right? Kubiak and Stefanski got that, so ch- check that box off. Now kicking, which drives him absolutely crazy. It's off his play, too. He can concern himself with something that he's very good at, coaching defense. This, to me, is now the no excuses. I can't get up to the podium and lament the fact that we're not running the ball enough. I can't get up to the podium and lament the fact my stupid kicker missed three kicks in Green Bay. Everything has now been taken off his plate except for the one thing he's good at. Yeah, I mean, no no excuses other than your quarterback might not be good enough. You well, could, I guess you could say that's an excuse you got or to, just a reality. But the offense now is, run, is going to be run in a manner that should suit him perfectly. Yeah, well... But even then, <laughs> okay. Well, then you got a problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like everything you said is right. The, the 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 kicking coach thing is funny to me because in today's NFL, it's the right move to make. By the way, in today's NFL, making sure that you have as many resources dedicated to making an extra five field goals in a season is more important than scheming kickoffs and scheming kick returns because it doesn't matter. Like how many is it one a game that you might get to return in the NFL? Right. And you could you could pretty much send an unorganized group of eleven guys down the field, and somebody would tackle the returner more often than not. I'm not trying to downplay like special team scheming, but the most important thing is getting three points as often as you possibly can. And for it just now in 2019, teams to be figuring out, oh, we should probably hire a guy that can like 
empathize with the kicker who also right? kicked. Like maybe yeah, maybe someone who's been there before. Who's it's 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 probably ninety percent psychologist and someone who can just empathize and ten percent mechanics. Like we'll make a mechanical tweak here, but let's talk about how to not think how about you, how you feel. Think today, about that missed kick the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah, but football football people and kickers like don't see a kicker has has no idea what Zimmer or a football player himself is thinking and Mike has no idea what, what a kicker is thinking so you've got to find somebody who's outside that realm who actually can say as you just said okay this is basically a golf swing what can we tweak what can we do here but instead for years and years it's been you missed that kick I wish I could kill you. There's clearly or just cut him, and then when people ask you why you cut him, say, "Did you watch the game?" <laughs> That's amazing. It was a great it's quote. A, I'll, I'll never get over that quote. <laughs> Did you watch the game? But when that many when that many kickers go belly up, you can either chalk it up to a pure coincidence or something underlying culturally, or there's yeah. clearly some dis. I refuse to believe that. Well, you just had to light five kickers on fire because you're unlucky, right? Like. No, it's probably there's probably something you're doing wrong as an organization or as a coach. So, good for the Vikings for taking a step forward here. Should we recklessly speculate? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think we should. I'm ready to get really reckless. I'm ready to cut the brakes on some speculation here. <laughs> Can we just isolate that? I'm ready to get really reckless. That's Rami Makhlouf right there. Did anybody <laughs> ask, did anybody isolate Derek Falvey and cut the brakes yet? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask. I knew that was going to be your everything. next question. <laughs> I knew. Thank I you. I knew you were going to ask that next. Oh man! All right, we've got we've got the, the the twins are linked to a big name right now. We gotta we gotta talk about that when we come back here. Right after I get done telling you all about the great experience I had at Luther Brookdale Toyota this past weekend. So it's a place I've been going to since I turned sixteen. In 2001, and so I've the last eight or nine years, I've been much more into uh, leasing. I've leased a 2011 Camry. I've leased a couple Corollas. My lease came up on the 2016 Corolla, so I went in there, and uh, and I had the most amazing experience in the showroom. First of all, uh, it was it was free hot dog weekend. I mean, who does that? They had, literally had like a full on chuck wagon cooking hot dogs for all of us who were also interested in getting into new vehicles, like. I would have just been happy with the hot dogs. Instead, I got a RAV4 XLE out of the deal, too. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah. Yeah, really. Thanks for telling us. Sorry. I didn't catch up there as well. I should have said something. Extra ketchup. Yes. See, Rami, that's where it's at. Extra ketchup, which I try to keep away from uh, the new light colored RAV4 XLE that (laughs) I'm Keep it away from your hot dogs, too. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. That sounds like a euphemism. (laughs) But if you want the same buying experience as I got on the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard, test drive. Tonight, open until 9 o'clock. Go test drive one of these RAV4s. It's one of the best vehicles in the world right now. We'll tell you more about it as the week progresses. Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Scorner.